Vox Quick Hits. Dr. Rachel Levine made history last week when she became the first openly transgender person confirmed by the Senate for a position in the federal government. On this vote, the yeas are 52, the nays are 48, the nomination is confirmed. But she was confirmed by a narrow margin after a contentious confirmation hearing that featured tense questions on transgender rights. And while things got a little tense here in D.C., they're straight up brawling over transgender rights across the country. And one of the most prominent arenas for this fight is sports? Last night, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem signed an executive order to limit participation in women's sports to those assigned female at birth, which might sound straightforward enough, but the reality is a little more complicated. And it's worth explaining because these trans bans in sports specifically are happening all over the dang country. Caitlin Burns wrote about it for Vox. So more than half of all state legislatures have proposed bans on trans girls and women playing girls and women's sports. And these bills affect people from elementary age all the way through college. More than half of the states. Mm -hmm. What's the deal? Is there some sort of pressing concern here? There's been a panic kicked off by mostly conservative media. Well, for decades, America has been a world leader in providing athletic opportunities to women and girls on the same footing as boys. But now opportunities for women are being shoved aside for a new priority, transgender athletes. There have been a small handful of trans women who have found success at lower levels of sports and they're receiving like outsized media attention. Terry Miller and Andrea Yearwood are both transgender high school sprinters transitioning to female. They took home first and second place respectively in a girls qualifying race for regionals. And our next guest- We've seen Fox News devote countless segments now to this issue over the course of the last several years. Boys and girls are physically different and men, we tend to be more physically ready and more, we're faster, we're taller, we're bigger, we're stronger. So it is unfair. To the point where it's become a real political issue. Transgenders participating in women's sports will destroy women's sports. In fact, there was an article in Politico during the presidential campaign about how the Trump campaign was debating whether they should use this issue in the presidential campaign. Ultimately, they decided not to. But if you look carefully, more recently, like Trump spoke at the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, and part of his speech was about trans athletes. Young girls and women are incensed that they are now being forced to compete against those who are biological males. It's not good for women. It's not good for women's sports, which worked so long and so hard to get to where they are. But in essence, this is like their new version of the bathroom bills. In its so-called bathroom bill, HB2, North Carolina's legislature demands that citizens use the restroom corresponding with the gender on their birth certificate, not the gender with which they identify. That became really politically unpopular. So they've moved on now to this trans athlete issue that they feel like they have a winning message on. 
What do these bills actually do? First of all, they single out trans girls specifically. So those are trans kids that were assigned male at birth and transitioned to female. And basically, uh, they have deemed that anybody born with a penis is athletically superior to anybody born with a vagina, regardless of circumstances. And they just outright ban these kids from playing with other girls. So like in one state in Minnesota, they would actually make it a crime for a trans girl to play girls, high school or college sports. Um, And the crime is equivalent to like possessing a small amount of marijuana. So potentially you could have trans kids end up in court in front of a judge, potentially going to juvenile hall just for wanting to play like tennis with their friends. And why focus on trans girls, young people who have transitioned from, you know, boys to girls specifically? That's where people are worried about an unfair advantage? Yeah, so there's actually an interesting backstory to why these bills only focus on trans girls. People who've paid attention to trans issues for a few years now may remember this wrestler from Texas named Mac Biggs. I'm not going to lie, these girls, they can wrestle. Anybody can wrestle. No matter who you put across the mat, it don't matter. It just comes down to technique and who has the most heart. And Now, Mac I- is a trans boy. He was assigned female at birth and transitioned to male during high school. And he was a wrestler. And he was on testosterone. And Texas State High School Sports athletic rules stated that you must play sports in accordance with your birth certificate. So that means Mac had to play in the girls' division of wrestling. And you dominated in the girls' tournaments. You were undefeated your junior year? Yeah, and then I was undefeated my senior year. Two seasons without being, getting beat once? Yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> can you not be? I, would like I mean, it was blatantly unfair to the girls that he was competing with that he was wrestling against them after transitioning. The state would not let him wrestle with other boys. And now that's why you see all these states now come out and say, well, we're only focusing on the trans girls. And it's because they want to avoid a Mac Beggs situation. So I imagine Mac isn't an example that conservatives love to talk about. But what are the examples of trans athletes that conservatives love to talk about? The two most cited examples are there were these two trans sprinters from Connecticut who are both trans girls and they competed against other girls in the sprinting events in track and field in high school. High school runners are going toe to toe this weekend at the New England Regional Championships in Boston. A chance to get in front of college coaches and maybe even earn a scholarship. But Connecticut junior Selena Soul won't be competing in the 55 meter dash. She was edged out of the top six spots in part by two transgender runners, Andrea Yearwood and Terry Miller, both male at birth, now identifying as female. And they they were less dominant than Mac was. Um, by the end of their senior year, they were losing to some of their cisgender competitors. So this is the example that is almost always cited. Their participation in girls' sports in Connecticut has actually prompted a lawsuit where several of their cisgender competitors and their parents sued the state of Connecticut High School Athletic Association over this policy. 
It's frustrating and in a way demoralizing when you're at the start line of a race and you know what the outcome of the race is before it even happens. But actually, over the course of the lawsuit, the cis girl that was still in high school athletics actually beat one of the trans girls in an important meet. So, like, we know it wasn't impossible for the girls to win. <laughs> and and I understand when you're looking at this from the outside, and this is the only example that you've heard, you jump to the conclusion, well, yeah, of course they're winning because they're quote-unquote boys. But they're not the only trans girls playing sports in high school. And you never have heard of another trans girl being as dominant as them. So I think it's a little bit misplaced to just look at this one example and decide that this is the one example that defines the whole issue. The issue itself is much more complicated than, than just one set of athletes from one state. So it sounds like there's the reality there's the conservative narrative, and then there's these very real bills that are in more than half of the states. Are these bills going to pass, or is it just some sort of Republican fever dream? Uh, Several of them already have passed. Last year, Idaho, they instituted a similar ban. Um, They were the first that has already been put on a temporary block by a federal court um, while litigation is pending. And also recently, uh, Mississippi passed a similar ban that was signed into a law. And then last week, you had Arkansas and Tennessee also pass those bills. So I do think these will get passed, and this issue will end up getting settled in the courts. That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts.